It is time for your favorite Android podcast from the crew of BlindAndroidUsers.com. Kick back, relax, and enjoy another fine episode from these Google fanboys and gals as they navigate Android from a blindness perspective. And now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome to episode 66 of the Blind Android Users podcast. I'm Ed Green and I'm joined today by my co-hosts Warren Carr, Austin Pinto and Doug Cameron. And we're coming to you on Saturday the 12th of March 2022. We don't have any announcements for you this week, so we'll be going straight into the next section of our app settings tour. And this week, it's all about the Google Assistant, the first of possibly two or three episodes on the Assistant. In our spotlight section, I'm delighted to say that we're joined by Adar from Audible Vision, who we featured before. And he's telling us all about the new developments in that app. And keep your ears peeled for an exciting giveaway. Many thanks, Adar, for that. We have the next in our series of commentary demos, and this one comes from Karine Kiwan, and it's about the audio click function in commentary. And we close, as usual, with Boren's highlights from TalkBack. How are we all, boys? Austin, you're, you're having some seismic developments going on at the minute, aren't you? Yeah, I'm having some uh, development going on. Our house has been rebuilt at the moment, so I'm recording from some different house. Is that going to take a long time? Long time. It's going to take three weeks. Oh, no, that is quite, that is quite uh, yeah. disruptive. Um, uh, luckily, your internet connection is holding up, so obviously your neighbour has, has reasonable, reasonable internet. Yeah, they have. Warren, how are you? I am doing well. And, you know, Austin, make sure you're sitting up there in the penthouse when you come back. Uh, to your new house, because I have to visit you then and make sure we party hardy. I'm doing well. You know, yesterday we had some snow. I, I can't believe that thing happened. But uh, <laughs> I thought we were out, and we were not out. But today is going to be a better day. So I'm thankful, and I'm here having a party with you guys. Well, it's great that you are. And Doug, what's going on in Canada? Oh, absolutely. Sweet hell all. It's fluctuating <laughs> between melting and snowing. So if you have issues with ice, you want to avoid Canada right now. It's chilly then. Yeah, it's fluctuating between about uh, 40 Fahrenheit and about 18 Fahrenheit or about four above Celsius and um, about minus eight, minus nine, something like that. Mm, chilly, yes. Yeah, you want to you want to put a coat on. <laughs> yeah, you know if you if you love it, wear a hoodie. If you don't, well, bundle up. <laughs> yeah. So now we turn to the next category in our tour of settings, and we're still in app settings. And this week, it's all about the Google Assistant. I should say that for a lot of you, you won't find your Google Assistant settings here. Certainly Samsung owners won't, uh, Sony owners won't, uh, the ones and OnePlus as well. The ones who will are uh, Pixel owners, Fisher-Price folks will find their Assistant settings here. And obviously that's running stock Android, which is which is why we're covering it here now. Uh, Warren, do you want to say anything by way of introduction? 
The Google Assistant is a very important part because you notice that that thing is everywhere, most especially as you indicated, if one is running like a Pixel phone, you find it just about everywhere. You even find it in your uh, Google feed. That's the home page to the left of your first home page. Uh, there you can also find the Google Assistant. So it's just everywhere, just like what we have. I always compare that to the Windows Explorer on the Windows side of things. So yes, uh, the Assistant is a very important part, a very important tool. We use it for a lot of things. And so that's why we are now launching into that because it's part of that segment that we're dealing with. And this is the fourth week in a row that we're dealing with that particular subject matter. And so now we come to the Assistant. And Ed is going to be talking about the music services, and I'll be talking about routines. Now, routines, we actually could take weeks and weeks just going into each and every one of those routines, but that is not uh, the scope of this. The scope of this is just to get you familiarized with where things are. So at your leisure, you can go in here and customize the routines. Uh, so I'm going to go first with mine, and that will be my demonstration of the routines and here comes my routines. Hi, this is demonstrating Google Routines. The Google Routines is one of those useful tools that we found within the Google Assistant. I am already in my system settings and now will navigate my way to this icon that says Apps, Assistant, Recent Apps, Default Apps. That's the segment or the area that we've been dealing with. And this is the fourth week in a row. We're talking about things found within this category. I will go ahead now and tab here and navigate to the place that I'm going to. Settings. Apps. Out of list. Showing items 1 to 10 of 12. I will now scroll down and go find assistant. Showing items 3 to 12 of 12. And tap on it. Assistant, hey Google, another assistant settings. That's what we're after. Assistant, navigate up, button, out of list. Now, as I indicated earlier, we'll be talking about routines. The whole idea of this is to give you a quick overview of routines, as there are so many things within that routines that we actually could spend weeks and weeks just talking about the different items here. But this demonstration is just a quick overview so that when you have time during your leisure time, you can go in here, explore routines, and see what you can do with them. Upon launching the Assistant, we have several items in here. But the item that we're looking for is the one that says, See All Assistant Settings. I'll scroll down and find where it says, See All Assistant Settings, and tap on it. See all assistant settings, assistant voice, home control, routines, and more. Here we're told we can go in here and see assistant voice and all of that, and I'll tap here. Assistant settings, edit box, search settings, search settings, out of list. Upon tapping on that, we're immediately placed in an edit field. In other words, because there are so many things in here, you could be scrolling endlessly to find what you're looking for. So instead of scrolling and trying to find what you're looking for, you could simply tap here, activate that edit field, and type in the subject matter that you're looking for. In this case, we're looking for the word routines. 
I will tap here and type in the word routines or the first few letters of the word routines and find and tap it and go begin from there. I will now tap here to activate the edit field. Search settings, edit box, showing English, US, Q-W-E-R-T-Y, keyboard. Now you can type in the whole word or simply type the very few first letter of the word. And that's what I'm going to do. I'll type R-O-U-T. R. Showing item. O. U. Showing items 1 to 5 of T. T. Showing item 1 of 1. I have typed R-O-U-T. And now it says showing item 1 of 1. So I have narrowed it down. I'll put my finger down and see if indeed there's a word routines. Routines, simplify tasks with assistant, and list. There is our routines. I will go ahead and tap here. Assistant settings. Navigate up, button, out of list. Keyboard hidden. Routines, web view. Tapping on routines now brings us to this screen. And we'll go through this, like I said, just a quick overview of this so that you're familiar of the things that are in here. And then we'll give one example before we bring this to a close. Routines. Heading 1. Simplify recurring tasks with the help of Google Assistant. So routines, as I said earlier, these are things that you could do for a daily task or weekly task or monthly, whatever it is that you want to do. And here we go. Suggestions. We have suggested items here, and those are the following. Leave on time. Leave on time. So if I want to be able to leave on time, I could set this routine to let me know, hey, you better leave on time, and things like that. Start a routine to help you leave the house with timed alerts. And that would give me the alert, hey, you got 10 minutes to leave, you got 5 minutes to leave, that kind of thing. And I could tap here. Set up routine. Link. I could tap here and set up that routine, choosing the time that you will start giving me the alerts and how far in between the alerts it should be. Suggested routine. Here's our next suggested routine. Start a routine via alarms. Start a routine by dismissing an alarm on the selected home device. So I could set up a routine that is tied to my alarm, but when I dismiss that alarm, then that routine will kick in. And just like the other one above, the next item here will be... Set up routine. Link. Set up that routine. Here's our next one. Suggested routine. Screen time countdown. Screen time countdown. And here's what it's talking about. Start a routine to help track your screen time with timed alerts. In other words, I could set up a routine uh, for screen time and it will give me those alerts, which is a countdown. And of course, like above, we could see the set up routine. Set up the routine. Link. Let's go to the next suggestion. Suggested routine. And that will be workday. Workday. If you're working at home, for example, you want to be faithful to the person you're working for, you want to set up routines so that it kind of 
doesn't distract you from what you are doing and things of that nature. So you want to make sure that you are on task. Maintain your well-being when working from home. Exactly. So I'm working at home. I want to be sure that I'm not being detracted by some things that, you know, notifications or whatever. You could say that here and take care of those notifications and things that sometimes get us distracted from what we're trying to do. And of course, you could tap here. Set up routine. Link. Now, let's move to the next heading. And these will be routines that you have set up. Your routines. Out of. The heading says your routines. Your routines. List box. And we have the following. Late again one action. Button. Late again, and we have one action. So in other words, I'm running late to something, and it should send a message on my behalf saying, Hey, you know what? I'm late again. It's just me. Good morning, no actions. Button. Next one is good morning, and we're told no actions. So what does this mean? This means that when I say the words good morning, then such and such should happen. Either read my news, or tell me a story. I don't know who would want to be told a story when you're trying to get ready in the morning. Or, you know, do whatever it is that you would like to happen when you say the words, good morning. We'll come back here and go see one of the examples and see how we go about setting a routine that happens when we say good morning. Bedtime one action. Button. Bedtime and I got one action. Because I have kids at home and sometimes kids go to bed and they're not actually going to sleep. Busy on their phones and therefore, if you have kids, then you set a routine here whereby it turns off the Wi-Fi at a set time. In my household at 10 o'clock, all those Wi-Fi points are off for their devices and the phone becomes useless and just a paperweight. Let's move to the next item. I'm home one action. Button. I am home. In other words, whenever I get home, this and that should happen. I have one item here, it says. So, for instance, I could tell it to water my lawn, most especially when summer comes here, or whatever the case may be. You could say such a routine here. Next. Leaving home, no actions. Button. Leaving home, no action. In other words, I could define something here that if I'm leaving home, then such and such should happen at the place of my work that I'm going to or whatever place that I'm going to daily or weekly. Let's move to the next item. Commuting to work one action. Button. Commuting to work one action. And here you could add the things that will happen when you're commuting to work. Either switch off your Wi-Fi or put your phone in this mode. That kind of thing. Next item. Commuting home, two actions. Button. Commuting home, two actions. In other words, you could set routines here that whenever you're leaving your place of work or wherever it is that you go to spend your time at, as soon as you're leaving that place, this and that should happen at home. Maybe turn on the heat, most especially this time of the year, or turn on the air conditioner, if there's no other person at home and you have turned off the air conditioner on your way out, then it should automatically turn on the air conditioner without you uh, getting home and doing it. 
Let's move to the next. Your shortcuts. The next heading has to do with shortcuts. And under my shortcuts, Your shortcuts. List box. we got Create new email button. <clears throat> this one has to do with email. I could tap in here and say, hey, when I say that magic word, then I will say send an email or read an email or send a message, that kind of thing. That's what this one has to do with. Next. Anyone sharing your Google Assistant device may get your personal information when personal results are added to your routine. And that's the last information that we have. Earlier on, I've talked about the fact that we want to go into that good morning routines and see what we have there and try to set up one just for giggles. I'll now scroll back up and go find and tap on Good morning. Good morning, no actions button. Let's go ahead and tap here. Good morning, no action routines. Web view. Routine overview. When I say to my assistant, good morning, or tell me about my day or button. And then below that, there's add starter. Add starter button. Below that. Actions. Heading to. Actions. Move. Button disabled. Move, and we're told disabled because we haven't created any. In other words, you could move routines in priorities. There's the first one, the second one, the third one, and on and on it goes. Actions. Heading to. Now we have the heading that says actions. If I move my finger down. Move. Button disabled. Nothing. Add action. Button. If I tab here on add actions. Close. Button. Here are some of the things that I could add. Starting from the top, we've got the following. Choose what the routine will do. Select from the following categories. And we got the following categories. Get info and reminders latest weather, your commute, reminders, button. Or communicate and announce, make announcements, send and read texts, button. Or adjust assistant volume, set volume when routine is run, button. Next. Adjust home devices, adjust lights, plugs, thermostats, and more, button. Next. Adjust phone settings, mute ringer, turn on do not disturb, and more. Button. Exactly. Next. Play and control media, play your favorite music, news, and more. Button. Disabled. Next. Try adding your own experiment with custom actions. Button. Or, I could add my own here. In other words, I could choose something else that is not here, suggested items, and create my own. So let's say, for example, we tap on one of these. Adjust assistant volume, set volume when routine is run. Button. I tap here. Heading 1, media volume, 50%, slider. And here I have 50%, or I could move it down to, say, 10% or something like that. And at the bottom right is a down button. Done. Button. 
However, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to go back. And now, below that, we have these other suggested items. Suggested actions. Heading. Tell me about the day in black history. Today about black history. Add. Then this button. Add. Tell me a poem. Tell me a poem. I don't know who is going to have time for to sing to a poem in the morning when I'm trying to get ready. Add. Button. Add. The next suggested item. Adjust phone volume. Adjust phone volume. That's another one. And. Adjust lights, plugs, and more. Adjust plugs, lights, more. Add. Button. And if I tap here, for example. Okay. Button. The suggested action has been added. It says the suggested action has been added. Now, if I go back. I have this dialogue. Do you want to save your changes to the good morning routine? It's asking me here would I save that because I didn't tap the OK at the bottom. I simply went back. And in the middle of the phone from left to right, we got discard, cancel, and save. Discard button. There's our discard. Cancel button. Cancel or... Save button. Save. I'm going to tap on discard. Discard button. There we go. Routine overview. Web view. And that's it about routines and how you go about setting up those routines. Again, this is a quick overview of routines. You now know how to go about customizing your own routines. Thanks, Warren. I've got to say, I've never really played with routines much, but I certainly shall now uh, that you've done that demo. I'll have a look at them. I mean, routines, when it comes to your um, lights and stuff like that, is absolutely amazing. Yeah, definitely. I've got a uh, smart plug set up right now for the lights in my living room, and it's a game changer. Coming downstairs in the morning, it's all dark in the house, but there's at least one light automatically on kind of helps wake a person up a little bit better. That and the coffee kins that then gets made. Oh no, the anti-stab stab <laughs> juice just prevents me from killing people. The lights yeah, help well. see the people. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you have coffee, you don't need to see the lights because you won't want to stab them anymore. <laughs> True. So you don't need to see them. So, you know, you need the light until you get the coffee. <laughs> yeah, then you turn the lights off because you no longer want to stab people. Exactly. Yeah. And then you ha- you've had your bean juice from the magical yum yum machine, so it makes everything all better. That's right. Yeah, exactly. This is social interaction lessons with blind Android users. Exactly, exactly. And I really like routines because you know I could s- I set mine to like at midnight change the color of my lights upside. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing with it. Now I'm going to show you how you can link a music service to the Google Assistant so it will play music from your provider. Hello everyone, I'm Ed Green and this week I'm going to show you how to link a music provider to your Google Assistant. This will allow you to ask your Assistant to play a track and it will play it from your default music provider. So I'm in my Google Assistant settings now, 
Uh, the setting we want is available both in popular settings and obviously in all settings, which you'll see in your assistant. And the setting we want to find is... Music. Service settings to play music. That's what we want. So I'm going to double tap on this. Assistant settings. Navigate up. Button. Out of list. Music. More options. Button. And in here, we're going to have various different music providers. I'll go through and show you what the options are, and then we'll link the one that I have, which is Spotify. Your music services. Edit. The assistant will use this music provider by default when asked to play music. You can still play music using all other link providers when specified. Heading. Your music services. Heading. YouTube music. Free service available. Not selected. Radio button. No default provider. Use other accounts preferences on shared devices. Selected. Radio button. More music services. Heading. Spotify, free service available. Apple Music, not signed in. Deezer, free service available. Other music services, you can ask your assistant to use any music app on your phone or tablet. Availability, heading. Available on Google Home, Android 6.0 plus phones and tablets, TVs and smart displays. And that's what we have in here. So you'll have noticed that if you don't have a streaming service uh configured or you don't have one that you subscribe to you can set it so that it will or, or you can just ask it to to use an app on your phone to play music i do have a service though and that's spotify so i'm going to go back spotify free service available free service available google google web view out of list web view link and account to control spotify on any device this link will be available on devices or services where you've signed into your google account you can change this link in your google account Cancel. Button. Continue. Button. So we do want to link Spotify. You know, it's told us what it will do and where we can uh, cancel the link if we want to. So I'm going to double tap on continue. Continue. Button. Web view. When you link your accounts, Google will be able to. Collapsed. See your Spotify account data. Button. Collapsed. Take actions in Spotify on your behalf. Button. Met. Collapsed. See your Spotify content. Button. Spotify will be able to. Collapsed. Receive the requests that you make. Button. Google helps you share data safely. Learn more. Link. See Spotify's. Privacy policy. Full stop. Cancel. Button. Agree and continue. Button. So we could have expanded some of those to see more about what data was going to be shared. I don't really mind, though. I'm just asking it to play music. There's no particular uh, privacy implications, at least for me. So I'm happy to accept this. I'm going to double tap. Loading. 0%. Progress bar. Spotify. Authorize Spotify. Web view. Google. You agree that Google will be able to. Expanded. View your Spotify account data. Button. The type of Spotify subscription you have, your account country, and your settings for explicit content filtering. So interesting that Spotify has actually expanded these, uh, whereas Google had had them collapsed. I'm going to see if there's an agree button in the bottom right somewhere. For more information, navigation bar. Recent apps. Spotify. Spotify.com slash account. For more information about how Google can use your personal data, please log in as a green 1981. Agree. Button. So it didn't quite uh, show on my screen. I had to I had to flick. I'm already logged into Spotify, so I'm not having to do that. I'm going to hit agree. Agree. Button. Google. Your account has been successfully linked. And that's it. We've We've linked our account. There you go. A fairly simple process, particularly as you'll have gathered if you already have uh, that provider's app installed on your phone because you ought not to need to log in in order to link your account. Uh, the app uh, and the settings should be able to talk to each other uh, to pull down your credentials. The joys of Android, obviously, that wouldn't happen elsewhere.
so yes, uh, I use Assistant to play music all the time. It might just be worth saying where you can find the Assistant settings if you're not running a Pixel uh, and they're not in app settings. What Warren mentioned, it's everywhere. You know, it's on your Google feed. Uh, you should be able to get to the settings uh, on the screen you get when you invoke the assistant. And you can also go through the Google uh, settings. So if you go into uh, settings, Google, I think it's it's Google app settings and then uh, assistant voice and search or voice assistant and search, something like that. And then assistant, you'll find it through there as well. And you can also find that in the language and input. Like I said, it's just about everywhere. Uh, you can yeah. escape the assistant no matter what you want to do. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, as I say, we'll, we'll probably return to the assistant next week just because there's so much in there. And now we turn to our spotlight section. And I'm delighted to say that we are joined again by Ada from Audible Vision. We featured Audible Vision uh, several podcast episodes ago now. And Ada's here to tell us all about what's new uh, in Audible Vision. Warren, I'm going to hand over to you. Thank you so much, Ed. We indeed welcome our friend. And you guys, if you knew, like Ed said, we had that Audible Vision. And so Ada is here. And this is a pre-launch for them, and he's so excited about it, and he's doing something marvelous. And I'm just not going to steal that thunder. I'll let Adder talk about that. Adder, you've got the mic, my man. Welcome. Hi, guys. Uh, thanks, Warren, Ed, and team for having me back again here. Uh, it's a great pleasure uh, to talk about Audible Vision and the collaboration that uh, that that your team and Audible Vision team is uh, having. Uh, so. So in this session, uh, specifically before we talk about the giveaways, and this is especially because of the fact that we are nearing our one-year completion uh, since uh, June to 2021, and uh, as as a token of appreciation and as a uh, goodwill, we wanted to uh, arrange for this giveaway. So uh, so, but before going there, uh, what what I wanted to cover is uh, about a few points uh, which we we did cover last time uh, when Warren Austin they gave us uh, a fantastic demo and we had a very interactive demonstration session at that time. Uh, but uh, there were a lot of follow up questions that came by, and we wanted to make sure that that the all uh, all of the community and team is aware of the potential uh, of. Uh, of the application that has been developed and how we can leverage it for the best. Uh, so, so with that in mind, without going actually throughout the application features, but we'll be talking only about a few key points in how the Audible Vision can be leveraged to the max of its uh, capability. So uh, taking you back into the journey, uh, before our launch, before even the development started, uh, the product, uh, even the, before the product came into existence, there was a lot of time spent into careful research and community feedback. Because that is very important for us to give what is needed rather than to build what is just a thought or, uh, or just a uh, you know, vision of the team here rather than what is really required uh, by the end users. So through that exercise, we came up with multiple uh, feedbacks, uh, but I will just highlight two key points here that we clearly saw from various feedbacks from various people, community groups, and that were the need for innovation uh, in this space, and the second was the user data privacy. 
so let me first talk about uh, the need for the innovative features so uh, there are a lot of applications around and i i think that's great because at any time i had one question that you know there are few applications already there via audible vision so uh, the first and foremost the the more the number of uh, competition the better it is for the end users and apart from that uh, it is it is uh, all of the applications are doing a great job out there uh, but we wanted to make sure that we address these gaps and do our best uh, in this space so when uh, so what are the various innovative features that the audible vision brings on the table and there are a few of them i will like to uh, go in a little bit of depth here and the first one is the fine text feature which is our simplest but the most innovative feature of all and the reason being uh, during our last session we talked about it in a couple of sentences and uh, post that as i said there were a lot of queries feedback and this was a learning curve and journey for us as well that we have built uh, this particular features and apps but users with their own perspective and their own creativity are using the same tool available at their disposal for various purposes in fact the possibilities are infinite that's what we got from our feedback and we wanted to highlight and share that knowledge with all of you as well while you are using this tool at your disposal so what what is the fine text in the fine text it helps us identify a particular object or subject of interest that is in your background based on the textual clues so what i mean by that so the text clues are all over us all over the places right whether you are in a mall or airport a railway station you have various labels which helps us guide and navigate through for example at a mall we have a uh, exit or entry door text or uh, when we go to airport all the gates are labeled like a1 b12 b22 and so on and so forth when you go at a shopping street there are shops in line but they all are labeled there are uh, shop names all over the places so how can we leverage all this text information around us to gain or to achieve to locate a particular object or subject of our interest and that's where fine text comes into picture so let me give a simple uh, example how it works imagine that you are going at a grocery shop or a mall and you want to buy a particular brand biscuit which is your favorite you are not interested in all the plethora of other products that are lying around there so what you will do is take out the audible vision app you go into the fine text feature and you simply say the biscuit name out there so when you or or you can even enter that to the application that's your choice but the moment you enter or uh, speak that biscuit brand name and now you start moving your camera around you the moment the application with the help of artificial intelligence finds out and locates the particular brand biscuit which you are interested in it will start beeping and give you tactile vibrational feedback so that helps you identify a location in which you have to move towards to to that interested product and as you move towards in the right direction the beep start the frequency starts increasing the vibration frequency starts increasing and that's how you start knowing confidently that you are moving in the right direction towards the your interested object and this is just one example which i talked about as i said this can be applied anywhere whether you want to find a particular gate at an airport whether you are at a railway station whether you want to find out whether it's a gents versus a ladies toilet room exit entry of any any mall or find a particular shop in a street 
and the the possibilities are infinite here so this uh, the, this is the the feature where we feel is uh, based even on the feedback that is most used as compared to the other features that are already there in market which try to find out and do a meaningful job there but they try to find out the objects like find a particular chair find a staircase find a table right and find whether it's a fruit or not so that are the kind of find features but with audible visions find text it completely takes uh, takes us to the next level and gives us shopping independence to a great extent so uh, with this uh, before moving forward i will uh, like to open it up to the team if uh, if there are any thoughts comments or queries uh, regarding this Adder, this is Warren, and actually, I really like the idea of going to the mall. So, one is looking for a particular um, store, uh, whether you're looking for Gap or you're looking for that Victorian secret. If you're a lady out there, uh, that idea makes sense because, in other words, what we're saying here is that you narrow down what you're looking for, and this does not only have to do. Uh, with uh, shopping malls or you know, the airport and things like that. But even if you're on a text, for example, on a piece of paper, and you're looking for a particular word, you can ask uh, Audible Vision to find that particular word. And I think that was one of the uh, uh, areas or the features that I actually really like about that app. So uh, thank you so much uh, for doing that. And once yep, you've locked on to some text, Adler, let's say let's say you're in the mall and you've uh, you've you know you found you put in the text and, it, and and the app sort of seen it on a sign. How, how does it then direct you or explain to you relatively where where that text or the, you know that store actually is? Correct. Uh, so that's a good question, Ed. So when you're moving, so once you enter the text, right? You, as I mentioned, you will start moving your camera along so uh, from one direction to another so the moment as you're moving your camera you're waving your camera through in front of you surround you the moment it will start seeing that uh, that particular interested shop the application will start beeping and that's where you have to stop moving the mobile phone around because you know that in the direction which you're holding the mobile app or the mobile phone is where that shop seems to be located and it can happen that uh, you know you have to little bit adjust a little bit of right or left but uh, but it is going to be approximately in that direction and as if the direction is correct and as you start moving forward those beeps frequency starts increasing and that basically means here that you are moving in the right direction if for some reason uh, if there was a mistake or you yeah, the direction was not correct and it was momentary so let's say you were passing by let's say 10 o'clock where your uh, the shop is located and you quickly the, the application starts from moving from 9 to 10 o'clock it starts beeping and you quickly move it to 11 so obviously the beeping has stopped there so so that helps you identify whether you are moving in a right direction or not and do you need to keep it within view of the camera or can you kind of lock in that location somehow and put your phone away? Uh, so so the moment you, uh, as I said, if it's a 10 o'clock, assuming again coming back to that example, uh, you start, uh, the application will start beeping, right? So in yeah. most of the cases, 90% of the cases, that's the direction. Right, so you won't be missing it. The problem will be, as I said, if if your speed to move the camera or mobile is fast, 
the application might beep for a fraction of second and uh, but you are now actually at a 12 o'clock so which is a misguided right so in sure. only in those those extreme cases you uh, you might need to have the phone on so that you are confident that you are going in the right direction again you don't need to put the phone on or the mobile application on till the point you actually reach it's just that once you identify the uh, the beeps just keep it for a few more seconds and as you yeah. take couple of more steps if the frequency increases yes you are already on the right path makes sense thanks and i think you cannot uh take or put the phone away because it's dependent on that camera so your phone has to be up and visible in order to be able to communicate with uh, where the thing is located so it's it's not something that hey now that i've logged onto it i'll put my phone in my pocket if i do that the camera is no longer seeing that uh, word that i'm going after yes that's right i mean the application obviously it's all depending upon the uh, the source coming from the camera but uh but maybe uh if i try try to understand the question right you don't need to keep it on till the end i mean once you see that particular frequency is the beeps are increasing you are confident you should be confident enough that app has identified the right direction and uh, then you can just put it away close the app uh, and you go hands free and you know move towards the right direction okay adder let's talk about so you are so generous to where you're giving our uh, people that is you guys listening out there if you're hearing our voice we got a great gift for you that Adder is giving out to you guys. And I can't believe I'm gonna let I'm gonna let him say as to how many of these codes uh he's giving to us. And so we're mighty proud. Uh Adder, you talk about that because this is monumental. Thanks, Warren. So yeah, so uh, as I said, uh, we just briefly touched about the giveaway. So uh so we have decided to give uh 50 unique gift codes uh, which are for the annual subscriptions so these gift codes are particularly a one-month trial uh, to this annual subscription uh, for 50 users and the way this works is it's a first come first serve uh, so whenever Warren and team decides to publish those codes and which needs to be redeemed before uh, April 1st uh, users can go ahead use the redeem the gift codes and they should be able to get a completely one month free uh, usage of the annual subscription and that's how at least uh, once because as i said right right now the application do not have any ads but we are soon going to start with the ads uh, so with this help of this gift codes uh, those ads will become uh, removed for that time span and users will be able to use all the features without any sort of ads in place uh, and the the way to redeem those is you go to the application, click on buy annual subscription, and instead of putting your credit card details, you put in the gift code, which has been published by uh, by this team, and and that's it. And uh, without a, a dime, you would be able to explore uh, the Audible Vision app uh, Pro version for one month. So so that's uh, that's how it will be done. If if there are uh, you know any. 
just one thing to keep in mind is as i said it is first come first serve so it might happen that somebody else has already utilized or used the earlier gift code in that case you have to try with the next and if unfortunately you are late enough and all the 50 are being already used uh, the gift code won't be usable it will probably throw an error that it is already used or it is no more valid so so please do keep that in mind yeah so i do want to add here that you know the redemption process also you could just log on to the play store uh, tap on your username on that top right hand corner and then go down towards talk about uh you know subscriptions and things like that once you tap on that then you go to uh toward the bottom there's a redeem code if you type that in uh, i mean if you tap on that button and then it opens up to where you could type in the redemption code and you type in that redemption code if that redemption code has not been claimed then it will say audible vision and that's it you tap on that and you're good to go so that's another way to get that without even needing to open up the application awesome for and in fact thanks for bringing that up i was not aware myself also about it but that's a great way to uh, you know yeah go ahead with it agree and so i think what we're going to do is that you guys you just uh, write us and let us know you're interested in getting one of the codes or else we'll just publish it and whoever gets it gets it it's going to be in an excel form but i could take it out and make it plain there and put it on the email but if not just write to us at contact us at blind android users uh, i can even say our email <laughs> I should let Austin do that. <laughs> hey, Austin, how do people uh, get hold of this? I always get our email address mixed up. It's a shame. People can write uh, people people can write to us at contact us at blindandroidusers.com. So you just code. send us email to contact us at blindandroidusers.com if you're interested in getting a code for the Audible Vision. Thanks very much. And um, Ada, are there any other developments you want to make us aware of? Uh, yep. So um, a couple of things we have been uh, pub, uh, we have been supporting a lot of languages lately. So earlier it was only available in English and Hindi, uh, but uh, but since then uh, we have been supporting overall now twelve languages. Uh, so so that's the key we wanted to do. And the second uh, improvement that we were uh, we have already launched is uh, it's not just about. Uh, about the app languages but also the actual text languages support so equally the, we have been supporting 12 different text processing now languages 12 languages have been supported so that's the key that we are working on and apart from that uh, we are working on some of the other innovative features like uh, street sign because uh, as i said fine text is all about uh, text processing and our next uh, goal is towards uh, street signs so that we can also process signs and make it accessible uh, to the team and the users. Excellent. I think I think that'll be that'll be really exciting. And obviously, the more the more languages as well, uh, the better. It's uh, certainly in our uh, podcast community, we have a variety of uh, languages spoken and consumed. So uh, I think that'll be that'll be really helpful to uh, the, the the global community. That's right. Thank you. Thank you so much, Adder, for coming and most especially for giving uh, this gift to our community. And guys, uh, go ahead and claim 
your gift once you, you hear this announcement. And again, thank you so much. And I hope, though, that when you have these new things come on, that you'll be able to come back again and chat with us, Adder. Absolutely, Warren and team. It, it's always a pleasure to have a quick chat with you all. And uh, and yes, uh, so before before I hang up, I think uh, I wanted to thank especially Warren and the whole team here at BAU for uh, for supporting Audible Vision's mission to make this world accessible to all. And that's a great collaboration that uh, that we together are doing. And looking forward to it. Brilliant. Thank you thank so you. much. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye. ET, thanks very much. After quite a hiatus, we're back with another segment now about the popular commentary screen reader. And this week, Karine Kiwan demonstrates the audio click function. Hi. One of my favorite features of CSR, commentary screen reader, or GSHOW, is functions. Functions is a feature that opens endless possibilities. Even if you are like me and not a programmer, I don't have programming knowledge, but you will be able to create useful functions that will save you time and effort. For advanced users, the programming language that is used is the Lua programming language. Discard back. Before I start, I want to thank everyone who gave me any information related to CSR functions, especially Alisar, one of the Arabic translators of Jishuo. She helped me a lot. She taught me uh, many, inf- many things and uh, also some Arabic tutorial creators on YouTube, as well as some members of the English official Jishuo group on Telegram. In simple words, what's a function? It's a way to program the screen reader or to let it do tasks. For example, go to an application and press a certain button, uh, go to notification shade and turn on mobile data, turn off Wi-Fi, clearing all recent applications, and much, much more. I will talk about some basics, and in order to create a successful function, you should know the exact steps you want your screen reader to do, and you should be familiar with some symbols, and you should know how to type your steps, how to insert your steps, and uh, I will talk about the auto-click function and discuss some basics. So, uh, to click an item, you should add the exact text of the item or paste it. And uh, you can type some of the text with a star sign. I will talk about its benefits later. Now, I will go to GShow Program Settings and create a new auto-click. Main menu. Program Settings. Program Settings. GShow Plus. Home. 20 million. Feed Operation Settings. TTS General Settings. General Settings. GShow Plus. Custom Gesture Scheme Settings. Custom Gesture Scheme Settings. Custom. Here I can assign gestures. This was discussed and covered by Mariam in previous episodes, so I'll not go into details. More options? Right and up, gesture, front, left, left, up, up, right and left, share. More options. Create a new function. Here I can create a function and I can just paste the text of the function function if it was shared with me. Create a new automatic click function. New automatic click. Function manager. Function manager here I can edit and delete functions. Create, create, create a new automatic click function. Automatic click function. Showing English, US, Quizzy, keyboard. Test. T, T, E, T, S, T, R, T, test. And press on OK. Cancel. OK. Test. English, US, Quizzy, keyboard, hidden. I should say that 
functions is available for free users. And this is a great addition to the free version. Now, um, each step should be on a separate line. Each step should be, should, should be between quotation marks and followed by comma. The quotation marks and the commas will be added after I save in this autoclick function. And uh, so, in this example, what I want my screen reader to do is to open WhatsApp, press on more options, then go to settings, then move to the next focusable element six times. So I start with the steps. The first step is to open WhatsApp. To open an application, you have to put the greater than sign, then the name of the app directly after the greater than sign. So, also you can press on more options. Text box, more options, save, more options. And insert application. Insert application. Application. I have the list of apps and I can search. Strong one voice, English, enter keyword. Showing English, US, committee, keep. E, just W, W, H, H, W, H. Both the keyboard. WhatsApp, W, H, WhatsApp. WhatsApp. Just double tap. Test. Greater than WhatsApp. Okay, so now I will uh, double tap. Showing English, US, committee, keyboard. The keyboard is opened again. To end. To end. To top. To top. To end. To end. So by double tapping, I'm moving between the top of the text and the end or the start of the beginning of the text and the end of the text. So the set, second step is to go to more options. I can type more options. I can paste more options. And I can type the exact button. The exact button ID, I mean. So this is useful sometimes, so I'll show you how to do it. Now I'll go to WhatsApp. Home screen one of WhatsApp. WhatsApp. And focus on more options. Dream yesterday type more options. Search. More options. And uh, I'll go to the main menu. Main menu. More. Cancel. Edit. Can. More. More. Cancel. Virtual. Deep. Quick. Virtual. Enable. Edit. Advanced. Notific. Notific. Disable. Disable. Program. Tools. Extensions. 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 Simple note info by Virat Rajan. Simple node info by Virad Herajan. I hope I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, you can download it, of course, using the download additional resources. So double tap on this. Okay, so menu item overflow. This is the last word. And this is the exact actual button ID. So I'll select it using the function menu, upright gesture. Function menu, function clear. Select, cop, select, and selection mode, selection mode, more unchecked, option, monotone underscore overflow unchecked, checked, select, cancel, copy, cancel, more, cancel, home screen one of two. Okay, returning back to Jishou. Read sense. One eye home. WhatsApp, Jishou plus, Jishou plus, showing English, US, committee, keyboard, showing recently copied or captured so content candidate. Just, if I just paste this. The, the, this means that it will search for this exact words. So this is not the thing that I wanted to do because it will not be able to, to, to find it. So I want to let it know that this is the exact button ID. So I will put the number sign then 
followed by the shift shift at ash shift disabled okay so number sign and paste function menu select copy again wait paste test monotone underscore overflow let's see greater than whatsapp hash sign monotone underscore words New line. Ash. M. Okay. Let's go to end. To end. And go to new line. Enter. New line. And type settings. S. S. E. T. Y. T. I. M. B. M. G. S. Settings. Enter. New line. New line. So it will search for settings and click it. Now I want it to move to the next focusable element six times. Those things that are related to CSR, I put them, and for them I put the percent sign. There are a lot of them, like uh, increasing a slider, decreasing a slider, going to home screen, moving back, uh, going to notification shade, main menu, and a lot of others. Um, also some parts of the settings, like TTS settings, accessibility settings, that will take me to the access system accessibility settings. I can just um, go to more options. More options. And granular editing mode. Insert function. Insert function. Function. Here I have the English, US, Twitter, uh, keyboard hidden. Select navigate previous next previous element. Next step. Monitor the currently focused. Also I can search. Focus quick clicking mode. Previous focusable next focusable element. I will select this. I, I can just um, copy its name and put percent sign bef before it and paste it. And I can just double tap. Test. It was added. So now I want it to go six times. I will not repeat this step six times. I will put the less than sign. Then put the number of times I want it to repeat. So it's six. Greater than WhatsApp hash sign monotone underscore overflow setting. Showing English. You to end. I will. Enter. Delete. New line deleted. Delete the new line that was added and put less than, which is longer pressing the U on Gboard. U. U. Element 2. Enter. Delete. Element. Okay. Y. So, U. Longer pressing U. U. Okay. Alternatives. Oh. Delete. Yes. Element. U. Less than sign. Okay. Alternatives are dismissed. And put the. Number six. Five. Six. Six. Okay. Let's see. M. Sticker key. Capital. Greater than WhatsApp app. Less than. T. So, so less than. T less than six. six. Now my steps are finished. So uh, I will save. Greater than save. And new notification. Close. Test. Close. Greater than close. Before I show you how uh, this function is and uh, before testing it, I will talk about some additional symbols. We said that greater than will open an application. And, but if I put the greater than sign after uh, a button or item, or words, I mean, of an item, I mean that the program will wait for a specific number of seconds before terminating the function, if it's unable to press or click the button or the thing that I wanted to, to, to click. 
and I will put, of course, the number of seconds. So sometimes this is useful because some apps may take uh, some time to load or some buttons will not appear on the screen directly like this, the skip ad. So if I want on YouTube to, st- to skip ad, um, I can put the skip ad and then greater than six, let's say. So it will wait for six seconds. But if it's able to find it before the six seconds, it will press it and continue the function. Now, the less than sign, if I put it before an item or button, that means that it will not click it, it will focus it. So I'm saying instead of clicking this, just focus it. Also, I have the star sign. So if if I want to turn on and off mobile data, so I I, I, I see that uh, mobile data, sometimes it's mobile data on, sometimes mobile data off. So it's according to its state. So I just put mobile data and then star sign. That means that ignore, I'm asking it to ignore everything after this mobile data. So it will click it, whether it's on, whether it's off. If I put the star sign before, that means, before the words, that means ignore everything before this. And if I put the star, uh, the, the words between star signs, that means that ignore what is before and what is after those words. I have the dollar sign, which means uh, if I put it after uh, something, that means and I put the number, and the number here is in milliseconds. This means that just wait this amount of time before doing the next step. So like the dollar, dollar 1000 means one second. Charging stopped, battery level is 100. Okay, so um, those are some basic symbols. So now I will show you how is my function. Up gesture, more options, share, more options. Create function, new voice command, function manager. Custom. Go. Test. Test. If service dot click greater than WhatsApp, hash sign monotonous underscore overflow settings, percent next for usable element less than six, return true and return true. Words. Return. Six. Element. Next. Settings. Character. New line. Quote. S. Words. S. Monotum underscore over. Character. Quote. Ash. M. E. N. U. I. T. E. M. Underscore. O. V. E. R. F. L. O. W. Quote. Comma. New line. More option. Save. Custom. Single tap. Double tap with two fingers set. So now I will test it. Single double tap with two fingers set. Okay, I will um, let it be for the gesture of double tap with two fingers. So I want to assign a gesture for this function. Single double tap with two fingers. Double W H test test unchecked. Custom. Okay, uh, I'll go to my home screen. New notification from Shell Plus saved. Double tap with my two fingers. Oh. WhatsApp. Settings. Navigate up. 
Settings. Ukraine. QR code. Account privacy, security, chat stream, wallpapers, chat history. So it did what I asked it to do. I finished this demo, let me add a few things. The at symbol. The at symbol, I put it and I put an app name. This means that this thing will not be done unless I'm in the particular application. Um, like more options, at WhatsApp. This means it will not try to find and press more options unless I'm in WhatsApp. Another thing is if I create more than one autoclick and I put them in a function, this means it will try to search for the first autoclick if it's uh, and and it I, I mean it will try to do the first autoclick if it's unable to start it, it will go to the next autoclick and try to do it. This is useful sometimes. Uh, let's give an example. If I want in the sa- with the same gesture to send the voice message, and if it's not recording, to just uh, long press the record button and lock the recording. So I will create an autoclick to for the send button to press the send button, and the other autoclick, the second autoclick will be to long press focus and then long press the voice message button and swipe up to lock it. So it will search for the send. If it's unable to, it will do the second one. Now, uh, also you should uh, know about that in, in those functions that I talked about with percent sign, you have the row, long press, and row click. Uh, sometimes the, ac- the, the, the accessibility click will not work or the accessibility long press will not work. So you can just try to use the row, long press, and the row click. And um, also you have the row swipe up, swipe down, swipe left, and swipe right. So this was my demo of some stuff related to basics and functions, especially the auto-click. And uh, I hope that I was clear enough. I'm, I'm sorry for any mistake. And I really hope that experts will do more tutorials in English related to functions. This is really a very interesting topic. And I think that maybe this is the, the, the best feature in CSR. Thank you for listening. Thanks very much, Kareen. And finally, we close with Warren's highlights from TalkBack. We continue now with our theme of highlights from TalkBack. This is installment 28. For today's demonstration, I'll be using my Pixel 4 running Android 12 and TalkBack 12.1. For speech services, I am employing the services of the Eloquence from the CodeFactory group. I am on my home screen, and since this phone supports multi-finger gestures, instead of drawing a line down and curving to the right to bring up the TalkBack menu, I'll simply use three fingers on tap to bring up the TalkBack menu. I'll now tap with three fingers to invoke the TalkBack menu. TalkBack menu. Actions and list. We are in the TalkBack menu, and the next item I'm after is the TalkBack settings. I'll put my finger down and tap on TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. TalkBack settings. Navigate up button out of list. I am now in the TalkBack settings. The next item I'm after here is the customized gestures. Using two fingers, I'll put those two in the middle of a phone and glide those upward, which scrolls down the page. I'll now scroll down the page. 
Showing items 3 to 14 of 14. I will put my finger down, find and tap on Customize Gestures. Customize Gestures and List. We go ahead and tap here. Customize Gestures. Navigate up, button out of list. We are now on the customization page, and that's the gesture customization page. Using one finger, I'll do the up-down scrubbing motion and change my granularity to the heading's granularity. And from there, we'll navigate by heading till we get to the angle heading. I'll now scrub up and down with one finger till I hear headings navigation. Controls. Scrub up and down again. Headings. This is headings. Now I'll swipe down with one finger until I hear angle gestures. One finger back and forth. Heading. Swipe down again. One finger angle. Heading. Showing item 7 to 16 of 51. One finger angle, and that's the one we're after. In our last installment, which was installment 27, we dealt with the overview gesture, that is the recent apps. Today, however, we're looking for screen search. Swipe left, then down, screen search. Swipe left, then down, screen search. And what this means is that from the right-hand side of your phone, you swipe left and then curve it down. That activates the screen search. I will demonstrate that so you hear what I'm doing. I will now, using one finger, swipe from the right toward the left and then curve it down. And that should bring up the screen search. Search term. Screen search. Search term. Edit box. Out of list. Showing English. U.S. Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Keyboard. Upon doing that left, then down curve, we hear TalkBack telling us that we now have an edit field and which is active and the keyboard is showing. So if you are on a web page, for example, and you're looking for a particular word, this is the time then to type what you're looking for. So, for example, if you are on that shopping center, let's say you are on Amazon or some other place, and all you wanted to do was to quickly find a checkout, for example, then now that this is up, all that you need to do is type the word checkout or submit or whatever the case may be. Again, though, I do want to mention that this is a gesture that you could change into whatever it is that makes it easier for you to activate. For example, if you find out that swiping left and then curving downward is a challenge, then you could change this to like, say, a tapping or triple tap or four finger tap or whatever tap that the phone supports to change that from that swiping left and then curving down. And that's how you go about using the search feature on TalkBack. Thank you, Warren. So people to locate us, they can email us with their questions or feedback or comments or recording submissions to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. They can browse our website, blindandroidusers.com. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash blindandroidusers. Subscribe to our mailing list, blindandroidusers, plus subscribe at groups.io. The links for Telegram and Twitter Clubhouse will be in the show notes. 
with all the other links. So that is it from us this week. Well, that's it from us this week, folks. Uh, thanks very much for listening. And don't forget to enter that giveaway. Uh, very generous of Adar to, to, to give us that. So do do that. And we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Later. Bye, everyone. And that has been another episode of the Blind Android Users Podcast. As always, we appreciate hearing from you. You send those email messages to contact us at blindandroidusers.com. For those My Android Journey stories, we encourage you to send those to myandroidjourney at blindandroidusers.com. Until we see you in our next episode, you have a wonderful day.